Oh, I was in a truck accident. Because of the accident, I've resulted in three back surgeries. We saw advertisements on TV, and guess who popped up more often than that? It was Jeffrey. The communication that he provided was so appreciative. He shows his compassion as a human. He assisted us in achieving one of our dreams, the acquisition of a home. And we're here today with smiles on our face with the assistance from Jeffrey. Melden Law, where you matter most. Offices in Gainesville and Ocala. Now you can get smarter free checking that pays you early, pays you often, and pays you more at Radiant Credit Union. With Radiant's free checking account, you can get your paycheck, retirement check, or other benefits check up to 24 hours early with direct deposit to your Radiant checking account. Radiant also pays you often with our exclusive nickel-back rewards, earning you a nickel-back on your Visa debit card with signature purchases. And Radiant pays more with our special even-up savings account. That earns you up to 4% annual percentage rate, up to $4,000 on your spare change from your debit card transactions. So what are you waiting for? You deserve to get paid early, paid often, and paid more because you're a Radiant Credit Union member. Visit RadiantCU.org for details on opening up your new free checking account today and start getting paid early, often, and more right away. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Rates are current as of August 24th, 2021. Nobody likes getting hurt, going to the doctor and dealing with all the stuff involved with trying to get better. But if you do happen to have a slip and fall, don't worry about it at all. The tremendous staff at Titan MRI is ready to find out what you need to do to get all fixed up. The winners of the Best of the Best contest in Gainesville, staffers at Titan MRI have more than 20 years of experience of making you feel comfortable during an MRI. The only locally owned and operated MRI center in town knows how crucial it is to get back to everyday life, so they've made it as easy as possible to get into their office, just as easy as it was to score on Florida State's football team the last few years. And speaking of scoring, all Blue Cross and Blue Shield members just got a gift to start off the new year. They heard how many people wanted to get in and see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. They made sure to add them to their network. With offices in Gainesville and now Lake City, there's an office near you. So it's up to you. Tell your doctor you want to get to feeling better from the absolute best. Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. Roll sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardozo UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. We need some more dramatic music. That's okay. What do you like in a, like a, you want something from uh, like one of the uh, Mission Impossibles? That'd be good. Remember when he's climbing that, have you ever seen the one where he's climbing the uh, outside of the building, the tallest building Mm -hmm. in Dubai, I think it is. And, you know, that music is what you need. That'd be good. 
Or even like the Titanic theme. Like well, right as we come not, on, boom, you hit the drop. That is not um, dramatic. That is sappy. That's what that is. It works, though. It is crazy how it much works. that works with every little piece that it's put on. It works if you're happy. If it makes whatever happened in the game makes you happy. Yeah. You don't like to watch it when it when it doesn't. So N- Nope. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be uh, – I, I, we're done with Alabama. I'm ready to, to let it go. I know uh, our, our good friend Larry Vitell used to have a two-day process, Monday and Tuesday you can talk about it. I, and I think he's – I've kind of mentally thought about that myself. We don't need to talk about the Alabama game anymore. And I'm listening to Feinbaum today coming in, and everybody, all the Alabama fans are still talking about the game because they – what's wrong with our team? God dang it, Paul, what's wrong with us? We only won by two, which is one more than one. And I think all, all Gator fans need to kind of look at it that way too. you got to go out and play a really good game Saturday. This team has got scholarship players. They're in the, the conference. You better go out and play your game. Don't count on the crowd. The crowd will be there, but you can't live off the crowd for a game like this. You kind of live – you go into a game like Alabama thinking, we're going to live off the crowd. The crowd will get us through the rough moments. They aren't getting you through these rough moments. You know, you gotta, you got to not have the rough moments. You don't think it's going to be a good crowd at the beginning? I think it'll be good at the beginning, but I'm saying what happens if something weird happens. Like if they go down 21-3, that crowd's turning on them. I'm telling you. Boom. Just like that. They won't go down twenty-one three. No, they uh, they will not. It's a it's a Tennessee team that we'll certainly talk about over the next couple of days. Get you ready for that matchup. Seven o'clock in the swamp will will be good. I think it'll be a, a nice atmosphere to get started. You got plenty of time to get boozed up and ready to go and get in the stadium. Yeah, but I think sometimes the seven o'clock crowds aren't always as loud because they get too boozed they get up, tired, and they're like, "Oh, much longer is this game going on?" Yeah, that's why we need. Six o'clock. Three thirties are perfect for they are for crowd noise. That they are. All right, we'll uh, we'll take what calls going on here as today? we always do. What do you mean? There's stuff everywhere. I mean, there's they're doing this big thing out in the. Uh, Seth knows. It's open house for the underclassmen as they that? begin oh. their initiation into the College of Journalism and Communications. Nice. Well, so do we have to do what what I got done to me in high school when I'm running laps? They come and like rip your underwear. No. The seniors? But they're purposely, uh, Seth's keeping people away from us. Yeah. Be like, man, you don't want to be a part of this program if this journalism These guys have is... nothing to do with the university. They <laughs> just happen to be here. Walk away. Don't look at them. Don't stare at them. That's right. They're like monkeys in a cage, like we are. That's right. At Spurrier's when we're there. <laughs> but it is fun being there. And we'll be there tomorrow. Oh, it is, yeah. Make, uh, be there again tomorrow. Love it. Crazy to think that tomorrow will be Thursday, but it's good. It, yeah, these week weeks do fly good. by, which they is do. nice. During football season, it's – and, Jeff, my theory on it is that we have so much going on and we are counting days. In other words, during the summer, you're never sitting there on Tuesday going, man, I wish it was Thursday. You're not. You're thinking, eh, it's Tuesday. Okay, what are we going to do today? Thursday, nothing's going to happen on Thursday either or Wednesday. But during football season, you go, okay, Thursday, there's an NFL game and there's going to be able to be college games. And I only got to get through one more day. And then and then you're one day closer to the uh, the Florida game and you're one day closer to a great weekend, which I know we aren't going to talk about it, but 
pretty big weekend this weekend when you consider what's what else is going on. Sword fighting? No, the Ryder Cup. Well, yeah. I'm fired up. It'll be fun. It's nice to have the 7 o'clock game because you get to watch in the morning. See everybody go off. Enjoy it. Yeah, I've got about five. US- I, it's not a great weekend, but there are about five games I can't wait to watch. Good. And you add that into the – I'm still trying to decide whether to go to the game or not. You need to. I don't have to. It should. Okay, so I go to the game. I sit in the press box. like That's where my seat is. And I work a little bit after the game. I get all my work done. And then how do I get home? I'll take you. <laughs> You're not going to be hanging around there all day after the game? I have to stay for an extra hour afterwards. All right. Then I'll, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll ride home with you. Now all of a sudden you're changing no, your mind. I don't mind taking you home. Oh, maybe you had something going That's on. That's what friends do. <laughs> Take each other home. Take me home tonight. Some uh, some NFL stuff that. going on. Um, bon Jovi. Eddie Money. Come on, man. I don't want to let you go to see the light. I know that song. Eddie Mahoney. Um, Justin Fields is going to start this week. Yep. Because the redheaded stud muffin Andy Dalton is. <laughs> He's a redheaded stepchild is what he is. And Tua is out this week. Tua is out for a Some lot of weeks. Fractured you ribs. You fracture ribs, you're out for a while. He's not going to be back for a while. That is a situation that has turned sour. Go get Deshaun Watson. I don't think anybody really wants to do that. There's not really good masseuses down in Miami, probably. Well, I'm sure there are, and I'm sure that they have been sexually harassed before, but uh, they don't want to deal with that. No. I, I don't know what they do. They, I think they, in retrospect, and I will say this totally in retrospect, made a mistake going after Tua. A little fragile, had, yeah. had been through injuries, but I liked his arm talent. I liked him as a player. And uh, just in his smarts. I look, now I look back at his, yeah. yeah. You just don't know if he's got the arm for the NFL. Yeah, not only that, but you've got to be set up with the right team. You know, sure. like Justin Fields is on the perfect team. He's going to go in there with his first start, and if he gets to 15, they may win. Yeah. So he's set up right, you know, and that's what you want. That was what Tebow, the one year with the with the Broncos, was set up perfectly. All you got to do is get us one touchdown, and we'll win the game. And they did. They kept doing that. It was amazing. They made a good throw. All right, let's so open up those phone lines, 392 yeah, that was every game with Tebow. I know. I don't think they ever – But remember, he brought them back so many times that year. But always from 6-3. to three. No. <laughs> yes. Sometimes a couple scores. Yeah, it might have been 7-3. to three. He did good. Brett, what's up? Welcome. Hey, how are you guys? Good. good. Hey, this is Brett. I uh, wanted to talk to you a uh, couple of Fridays ago – what the? What the? Wait! Wait a minute! We're Am losing I, you. You're coming in. You're going out. You're coming in. Are you okay now? Yes. Yes. All right. A couple Fridays ago, I wanted to let you guys know I was going to drop a Grover Cleveland on K State, which I did. And um, I was like the third person. You had like seven minutes left in the a broadcast. Two guys in front of me, my take would have taken 30 seconds. So I'm sitting there, I'm listening to these other two guys in front of me, and they run all the time out. So I, I get left hanging. And 
I did drop the Grover Cleveland on K State, and I did lose it because everybody lost. Point spread was twenty seven. Point spread was twenty seven. Great day for the books. Jeez. But I also Who dropped is- another one on Oregon, which I did that on a money line bet, which Oregon had a uh, five fifty money line, so I got five fifty of my two grand back. So football was a great day that day. I had Georgia play a great game. You know, everything was going great. And I also wanted to offer <laughs> at the time anybody that was listening a hundred bucks if they could tell me how many times the two guys before me that wasted those seven minutes said, you know, I counted. I know how many. So <laughs> And uh, well, you know, you can't actually lay bets with us. That doesn't work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not accepting any bets so far this year. But I'll, although I will say this, we could get into that business at some point if they legalize hey, it here. I, it, it, once it gets legalized in Florida, I'd, yeah. I'd be the first one to jump on the train for sure. Sure. But yeah, there there's been some good games. Um, loved all the football that's been played. Loved the way Florida played. And, and man, I'm a I'm an FSU guy. My my whole thing right now is how much is it going to cost me as a booster to boot this guy and get prime time? No, please don't do that. That would be so dumb. Well, I mean, good for Florida fans. Yeah, I would love. So it, go yeah. ahead and do it. I mean, there's even <laughs> talk of USC. Uh, somebody's tried to suggest that they hire him. The guy is not, he's, nobody, the the guy, not only that, but the the kids who are playing today don't, they never saw him play. But but he's got a lot of. He's got some cachet, yeah. uh, He's still got that. But not the kind he used to But he also has guys on his staff that people know, so I think that's what they're trying to use. But but again, you're talking about Jackson State. Winning there, and they lost last week. Or going yeah. to a big school, so yeah, I don't know. It's 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 not time to do that yet, Brett. I understand, and I, you know, it was, I, it I still think Norvell. I think they need to stick with Norvell, and they need to go with the Stoops plan, the the Mark Stoops plan, which is stick with him, build things up, get facilities better, and and stick with this guy. And then when you if you have to turn it over in five years or six years. And you go, okay, we just can't take it anymore. Um, then you've built the facilities up. You've built maybe the recruiting base up where you can you can uh, be successful. But you can't just keep going through coaches. As we've seen at Tennessee and Florida, it doesn't work when you just keep no, going sir. through coaches. That's right. And, and I understand, you know, I, it's probably going to make me look like a clown because Mike probably will turn things around and, and – and they came really close to beating Notre Dame. So I just you know who they didn't come close to beating Wake Forest. <laughs> yeah, I know that's uh, not a good look for that program right there. No, it's not. Yeah. And it's I agree with you. You're not ever. You're never going to get the kind of recruits that that Florida's pulling in because of the way Mullen's coaching them up and, and making them look all stars out there. Even they did come close to beating they, Jacksonville State. They, Remember that game? They almost beat yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. But I, I do think that Alabama was scared to death because UF had them on the ropes for for three quarters. UF was the much better team. 
And yeah, I, I they think, needed to be better for that one quarter. If they were well, better in I that one they quarter, were just, they, they were scared. I don't think they, they were they, scared. I not think scared, they scared, but just you know, kind of, can we do this or can't we do this? And they go out there in that first quarter, and they let them do what they did, and then they say, hey. You know, we're a better team than this. We can do a lot better than we're doing against this team. Jeff, do you buy into my theory that these guys got so amped up that they were missing tackles because they were they were coming in too fast? They weren't playing it with you know their base set under control. Yeah, under control. They were just flying by guys. No, I I think I believe more that they they were maybe used to the speed of the other two teams, so that's where the tackling mishap. So the angles were wrong. That could be, and yeah. then they figured out angle wise what they needed to do. That'd be my thought. But I do think that they they were. You saw a lot of plays where a guy was getting a swing pass, and the defender was just flying by. Him, yeah, you know, instead of instead of making sure he didn't get more than the two yards that he was. I think you get too so fired up to make a tackle and make a big play, make a big hit that you get in there and you say, "I'm going to tackle this guy," and everybody's going to go nuts instead of. I got to make sure he only gets two yards. On, exactly. On, on second and eight, he only needs to be able to get two yards. Instead, they were getting. Yep. Keep it in front of you. Yeah, All right, Brett. Well, it, thank you for calling, thank man. You guys. Appreciate it. We'll we'll get a break and uh, get more calls. We're just getting started here on a Wednesday edition of the Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jolie Katzen. The number one ranked Tampa Bay Rays are looking to end a three-game series against the Toronto Blue Jays this afternoon. After winning the first game 6-4, the Rays fell to the Blue Jays 4-2 yesterday, tying the series at 1-1. At last look, neither team has yet to score in the bottom of the first. No Gator sports for today, but Thursday night, Gator soccer will host Kentucky. The Gators are currently sitting at 1-5-3, but will look to get their second win against the Wildcats. Gator Volleyball will also be playing at home against Mississippi State tomorrow night. Their current record is 6-4, but they hope to advance to 7-4. That's our Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jolie Katzen. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon, 
of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator Athletic Games. That's right, Jeff. Meldon Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldonLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldonLaw.com or the Meldon Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. When fun finally returns, Bud Light legends don't just come back. They come roaring back, carrying a cooler full of Bud Lights, an inflatable dolphin, and those Velcro pads with the balls that stick to them. And this summer, with a cooler at their side, they're going to make up for all the fun we've missed. Welcome back, Bud Light legends. It's time to take summer by the coolers. Cooler up at BudLightLegends.com. Enjoy responsibly. 2021 AP Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Jeff Cardozo here. We all strive for quality in the things we do. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. So now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for the past three decades from the crew at Quality Plumbing. Now you can spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. And they've been doing it a long time. The original Quality Plumber since 1985. Quality Plumbing, their name says it all. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. All right, who sings this song? John Mellicamp. Or you could say John Cougar Mellicamp. Yeah. Because he was Johnny Cougar to start out. Because they moved, they wanted his name to be something. And then he became, he went back to his regular name. I saw him, one of my favorite weekends of my life final four indianapolis okay and uh we saw um one band on the street in indianapolis i'm blanking on their name the bodines were very good i liked the band a lot kelsey and i went and saw them and then john cougar mellencamp played uh on the street there and right after he got done they packed everything up a tornado went through oh geez it was scary i remember being with doring we were huddling Dorian and I were huddling in a hotel. Or no, it was actually a, a bar. Like cudd- Shockingly. Like it, cuddling? It was, there was no cuddling, but it was huddling. Okay. There's a difference between huddling and cuddling, you got to admit. Would you, hud- would you, hud- would, cuddling would, is when you're getting some affection. Huddling is when you're scared. I was scared. Would you cuddle with a cougar? John Cougar? No, a cougar. Um, I have done that when I was trying to learn how to race for a while there. <laughs> Me and Ricky Bobby both did. Did it? No, I was talking about the older ladies when you were a youngster in I your college. I only care about one woman, and that woman is Karen Dooley, and she is uh, the light of my life. And we got people coming in this weekend, and 
We're going to have a good time. See how I let him into that, Karen? Just give you some love. You don't have to. She knows how much I love her. She knows how much I'm willing to put up with all her foibles. (laughs) All right. As you can tell, she's not listening right now. We put up with Porter, too, and we'll do it again. What's up, dude? Hey, we all we all admit that we all know well, who who we need to kiss up to, whether it's you know, Christy or Karen or Jackie, and, and we all agree on that. Um, you're someone uh, like getting past a day. I've always thought that uh, making a food reference seems to make it easy. It's like okay, Monday, well, you know, Connor Monkey has Burger Monday, and then Tuesday, a bunch of people have Taco Tuesdays, and there's Taco Wednesday a certain place. They're not a sponsor, so I won't say the name. It's like, man, that's what gets me through the weeks. <laughs> Good way to look at it. I'm trying to think what I'm going to have tonight because I'm free tonight. I'm Karen's over in uh, St. Augustine. So, hey, I wanted to ask you two guys. I know we're not talking about Alabama, but uh, in all seriousness, do you remember any anyone on the line of scrimmage pushing Alabama around on both sides of the ball since Saban has been there? Yeah, two uh, years ago, Ohio State, or three years ago. Oh. Ohio State. Ohio State. Ohio State ran for more yards than Florida, believe it or not, in that game. Okay. With Ezekiel. Just, I, well, it wasn't three years ago. It would have been longer, but it was with Ezekiel Elliott when he was on their. They they ran all over Alabama and kind of embarrassed him. But other than that, I. Well, what about what about defensively though? I was on both sides of the ball. Yeah, but Al, I will say this: Alabama did not try to run the ball offensively. They. They threw it a lot. They threw a lot of short passes. That was their game plan coming in. And I think they worried about Florida's front seven. I think they looked at them and said, we don't want to be in a situation where we're dropping back and throwing a lot of long passes or we're trying to establish a run. All we want to do is we want to hit passes quick, 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 and go right Yeah, because if you looked at the film the first two weeks, then you saw a secondary that was – yeah. Kind of bendish and wasn't that good? Yeah, so that's that's why you attack them more so than trying to run. No question. I got you. I'm not trying to you know uh, praise us as much as I am questioning Bama on this because they still in the second half they wanted to try and run the ball a couple times. They're like, well, this is this isn't going to work. And I just don't remember them uh, just like never having any confidence in, in the guys up front, whether it's offensively or defensively. I know that you know Saban has has changed. You know, he was he was pounding the ball with Ingram and Henry and so forth, even even uh, Richardson and, and Trent Richardson and so forth. But it, it was different, and you know uh, maybe it's the orange and blue goggles that I have, and I admittedly have them. But I, I was just it was kind of it was it was odd, you know. I know last year nobody played defense, so that was kind of a culture shock. And then Saturday was kind of a culture shock too. And I, moral victories are for other people, so it really pisses me off to, to have that view. But I can't kind of get it out of my head, you know. And it's almost it's it's not better, obviously, to be lost. But you wonder if we'd have won, whether we would play as well as I hope we're going to play after coming close. So we'll see on that. Hey, did um did uh, either of you guys see uh, the Falcons game Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, Kyle a Pitt, lot of it. Yeah. You know, did you see Kyle Pitts twice just do the same thing he did here? And we just took it for him. Like, yeah. Ryan threw the ball like a, foot, a, a, a yard behind him. He didn't even break stride. He was kind of like, okay, okay. We reached behind him with one hand and caught it in stride. He's so graceful and making the ball, like catching it without breaking his own stride. And, uh, you know, that's, it's, it's a skill set. I wish, uh, you know, I, I wish we had it for, forever. Because, you know, I'd like, I'd like him to be an all-time, all-time tight end. But, um, all right, guys, go Gators. Be safe. All right, Porter. Thank you. Yeah, you know, uh, Alabama ran the ball 28 times in the game, but that counts Bryce Young's four carries. Uh, 
he had one one nice one, but other than that, he really didn't. But so you say basically twenty four times in the game, and ran for eighty seven yards. I mean that is, I mean, for example, Jace McClellan, who I liked in that game, he was a major factor in that game, scored a touchdown, ran nine times for seventeen yards. I mean, that's the kind of thing you don't see with Alabama. Mm-mm. And I'm now I will I I said this earlier coming in. All I heard were Alabama fans calling Feinbaum show still complaining. Oh, what's wrong with our guys? And we lost it. We uh, yeah won the game, win by one. That's it. No, especially after what Najee did last year and made the Gators look silly in that SEC championship game. Well, and then you had no defense. Now you got a defense and you have less offense. I mean, just whatever it takes to win the game, and that's what Florida needs to. To go to kind of go forward, I know that Dan said today on the teleconference they had their best Monday practice of the year. I mean, and I was like, well, they only had two. Other than that, three. Other than that, and so. You but know. he did make it a point. Yeah. Right after the game to make sure that they understood that, and I think that's a good sign for this team. Certainly. Yeah, I think they they'll they'll be fine in terms of attitude. I think it'll be you know, I think everything for this game will be copacetic as long as you just don't have goofy turnovers Mm -hmm. and that's where games turn and they all of a sudden oh man he fumbled again and next thing you know you're you're down and you got to come back so we do all right let's get out to the gator man gator man what's up how are you guys doing today wonderful all right i was three weeks down three weeks in the book i got the top 10 things i see through the first three weeks of football now i'm a 10 I see the ACC as the all-cupcake conference. I don't see the ATC making the final four. Number nine, I see FSU and Miami. The fans wish they didn't see them. Number eight, I see if that's Alabama's best front seven they ever had. Somebody don't know football. Number seven, I see two new teams in their college playoff. Number six, I see Matt Correa getting my Heisman vote. Number five, I see Bo Nick still is Bo Nick. Number four, ACC. And the Big Ten are the two top conferences right now. Number three, I see the officiating will never change when it comes to Alabama. The rest of the NCT will just have to suck it up. Number two, I see the Georgia fans are back at it again. Oh, they're about to win a national title again. And number one, I see the Gators with a dominant offensive line, finally. And I think they will get it done. You guys have a great day. Yeah, well, we'll see if it's a dominant offensive line. It was. It did a hell of a job. For one Saturday in in uh, the swamp, you know, I mean, and they, a lot of what happened the first two games were uh, was Anthony Richardson kind of breaking off these long runs, so their numbers got escalated, escalated, not escalated, uh, escalated. But I think this game it was like, oh, okay, we're just going to run on you, you can't stop us. Yeah, once they figured out they could, yeah. And it was and working, did. and but I mean, there were several times you'd see Ethan White in the second level. I think the, those guys did a really nice job. No, I think they did great. I think they played their best game in the last seven or eight years at Florida yeah. uh, as an offensive line. Now, but you got to keep that going. You can't just say, sure. "We did it, we did it once." But I, I think they will, and I think it's it's a mindset that he has preached for a really long time, and so we'll hopefully I was, see. I was uh, when I was driving in here, Hevesy's walking across that little crosswalk into the little one, not the big one. Yeah. Not the uh, the one I the call one the, by his car. Yeah, the one by I Mullen's call the car. Abbey Road car. Yeah, the Abbey Road is the other one, but this the little one. And his head was down, and I was like, I was going to wave to him, and I mean, he didn't even know if I'd stop. I could have taken him out easily. 
But, I mean, I was going to wave to him and say, hey, you know, great job. But he's just focused. I mean, he knows it's only one game. Mm-hmm. And that's what everybody on this team and all these fans, in terms of being supportive, and everybody's got to understand. It's one game, and you didn't even win it. You know? It's one game, and you didn't even win it. You can't lose another game, or you're probably not going to have a chance to win the SEC. So everybody's got to get on the same page in that regard. Let's hope they do. Let's get uh, Ted next. Ted, welcome. Hey, fellas. I was going to talk a little bit about Jeremiah Men, but first I wanted to talk about scheming um, on offense and and the type of credit that Mullen gets and deserves uh, for being able to recognize mismatches. Um, Because that's that's one type of scheming, is, is getting your best athlete against somebody who can't quite handle the guy that they have in front of them. That's one kind of scheming. And then there's a ball play. And uh, in that Alabama game, there was one really good ball play. We run that wheel route a lot. We had one set up for Naquan right on the left-hand side because of decoy, and they snuck out uh, uh, Zipper, who was blocking on the line on the right side, and snuck him around and threw a little dump pass to him, and they gained, I don't know, close to 25 or 30 yards on it. That's a ball play, and I hope they can put that one in their back pocket because there's someone – uh, there's a team that we play in Jacksonville that we shredded with that wheel route last year, and that would be a nice little wrinkle to throw in there if we don't keep using that this year, don't have a uh, a need to use that. They, yeah, they, did, they did shred them pretty bad with that wheel route, but, yeah. No, that, I that agree was, with you. That was a beautiful play. There was no one around Zipper when he caught that ball. I love that that concept. But um, the other thing I was going to talk about was, uh, man, I, I'm, I'm going to begin to wonder if, the, uh, if it's not addition by – subtraction with Bentrell Miller, who's a really good SEC linebacker, but kind of in the David Reese mold um, where you you got a guy who's solid, makes the calls. There's many back there. you got a, a rangy linebacker who can drop back into coverage and uh, create some havoc in a number of different ways, kind of like Brandon Spikes did once upon a time for us with that, that, that big rangy body. Well, that's what I worried about was that because you figured Alabama would run – the football uh, more than they did um, that that would be a, a, a problem for Florida without Ventro Miller but I mean I didn't even re- I, I don't think there was a point in the game where I went God they need Ventro Miller in this game it was like they they did a great job of playing those linebackers in the positions they are now I will say this Jeff and I think you agree with me now teams have tape of what Florida's defensive attack will be without Miller with with these lighter faster guys and they will try to attack it that way yeah but and Ted I, I think there's something to be said this is I think this is Moon's sixth year if if I'm right on that and yeah. you know again Moon like River. for a Zach Carter for for guys like that that have come back like it's it's all or nothing like they have to go hard and play the way that they're capable of and I think Moon's accepting the role I think you know certainly be really good in that role and and play hard the rest of the way, and, and I, I like it. You know, I, I feel bad for Ventrell certainly, but I, yeah. I do agree with Patty. It's almost like one of those guys where, yeah, he led your team in tackles. So did David Reese, but when guys were running out, and they you're trying to cover them, they couldn't no. do it. So yep. we'll see if it makes a difference, and I, and I think it will. All right, Bill, thanks. But Thank in you, theory, Ted. a team would attack them that way. They would run the ball, try to run it right at them. Yeah. But I mean, if Alabama doesn't do that, who who's going to do it? You know, uh, so uh, it may it may end up working out for Florida in that way. I still don't want to see anybody get hurt like that. No, not at all. 
All right, we got a break, so we'll do that. We will uh, come back, continue the conversation. This is the tailgate powered by Davis Gainesville Chevrolet. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gentlemen, listen up. Your lady is letting you watch football, go to tailgates, and hang out with your buddies every weekend this time of year, so you need to show her some thanks with something that'll make her smile. And what's better than jewelry? Oaks Jewelry is the place that'll create that smile with their amazing selection of diamond studs in every price range. They'll look amazing on game day with her gator tee and jeans, or how about date night paired up with that little black dress? Now show her you're a stud and get that special something just because oaks jewelry making north central florida smile for more than 30 years the barbecue dream began just before the gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s and more than a decade later i'm grateful to gainesville just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue hey this is adam of adam's rib company my wife michelle and i just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather chat root on the gators and chow down on some barbecue from their slow smoked ribs pork or chicken with flavors that are fantastic to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable there's a reason why i use adams for a ton of my lunch Lunch breaks in between the many jobs. From game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook, we're here to help. Whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game, we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete. So check them out online at adamsribco.com, but be prepared to drool when you see the menu, or better yet, stop by their dining location on 13th Street or the place that Northwest Gainesville has fallen in love with, the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Isolated sea breeze showers possible into the evening, then overnight a cold front approaches and pushes through from northwest to southeast. A few stray showers and a couple of rumbles of thunder can't be ruled out around midnight as that front moves through. And then humidity levels will drop lows in the morning in the mid-60s. And then tomorrow, plenty of sunshine in the afternoon, highs in the lower 80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Mike McCarthy, by the way, for what it's worth, I don't trust him in in this sense. I felt like he was the biggest name they could find that wouldn't push back against Jerry, wouldn't take the spotlight from Jerry. 
I'm, I'm not saying he's not an incompetent coach or anything. He can coach him up and all that stuff. But to me, the hire was flawed because that was the point. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. This is Florida Gator head coach Dan Mullen. And you're locked in to Gainesville's only home for the orange and blue. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gators head coach Dan Mullen, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. All right, we are back about 20 minutes ago in this hour, and then we get to the second hour, and then next thing you know, we're on... We're more than half. Well, we'll be halfway done in twenty minutes. That is this true. Week. Can you name this singer? One of the Hendrix brothers. Yeah, Lenny Kravitz is a Hendrix brother. <laughs> they all sound the same. No, they don't. Yes, they do. They're not brothers. What are you talking about? I got to work with you. I'm just I really with do. you. Because I, I know there. you get so perturbed over the dumbest stuff. I sit there. I love to see you. And I love to antagonize you. Like to, I, all of a sudden, I've gotten into back into Scrubs. And I never I started, watched it. Oh, I loved it. I loved that show, and it was. And I've gotten back into it. And one reason I got back into it is because the music is so good. They play great songs, and so today I was shazamming all these songs on Scrubs. So now I got a whole new group of songs to play. What does shazamming mean? You hit a. All you got to do is call up your Shazam link, hit a button, and it tells you who sang the song, and it saves it for you for the rest of your life. Never heard of Shazam. You haven't heard of a lot of things. I know. I could name some of those. The, the Dirty Sanchez. You never heard of that, so <laughs> we could go all day. I have heard of that. Okay. I think I used that as a fantasy team one year. Oh, uh, that would be a good one. That would be a good one. The uh, you, you haven't heard, you, you're very sheltered in your life. Yes, I was a good boy. No, it's not that. I think you were just a nerd. Well, that too. Like I'm a nerd now. You were a nerd then. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a nerd yet when I was young, but now I'm a total nerd. College football is all I care about. So I was focused on my academics and athletics. <laughs> You were worried How'd that about, pay off? <laughs> I got to Florida. So pretty good. What did what was your scholarship? Mm, like books and then I No, what was your initial scholarship was books. Books. Which I think is what Billy Horschel got. Think about that. Yeah. Now how's he done compared to you? He's won a few <laughs> more million. <laughs> a few more million, yeah. It is one of the great stories. Yeah, it's good. In fact, I think maybe I'll do that. I started to sound like a Jiminy Glick there. You ever watch Jiminy Glick? Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Glick is this character Martin Short does. It's hilarious. Where he interviews celebrities and as this big fat guy with a real high-pitched voice. And it, it, I think it's comedy genius. I remember him interviewing Mel Brooks. What's your problem with the Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I started to sound like him then. Okay. So, what was I going to say? I don't know. Oh, never mind. Nothing of relevance. 
It was fairly important. I think it was going to change your life. Okay. <laughs> Do you want your life changed? Sometimes. I can change it. Be, uh, change your mind. Ooh, yeah. Who sang that song? I have no idea. Sister Hazel, for God's sakes. What is wrong with you? You didn't sound like it at all, so I... It was in a movie. Bedazzled. Was it really? Was it Bedazzled? No. What was the movie with Elizabeth Hurley and... Uh, and uh, Brendan Frazier. Was it Bedazzled? Awesome Powers. No, 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 no. It was a movie about he got all these wishes and... It might have been, but anyway, whatever it was. It was, yeah. it was actually not bad. I do not know. You don't know anything. That's my, I'm trying to educate you. That's my goal. When I leave this planet, I want to know that I made Jeff Cardozo's life a little more interesting. Okay. And so far, I've not succeeded. Sometimes you do. I do know that Josh Heupel is going to come in here and throw the ball around a bunch. Well, how do you know that? Because... That's what he does. Uh, but, uh, can you look and see who's last in the SEC in yeah, passing? They are. Just because they had a crappy quarterback and they had to make a change. And they got a crappy quarterback again. Yeah. Look, he beat out the guy who's the quarterback now, right? Well, I don't know if he beat him out. Well, he beat him out. and they're, they're, I think they we aren't did even it because sure who's he transferred be and said, hey. Well, so did the other guy. Yeah, and but that guy Parker had a bigger name. From Virginia Tech. No, he didn't. That has nothing to do with it. You're way out of line here. That's not true. Way off base. You don't think a guy coming way in from Michigan got promised something Over Virginia Tech to guy? come there? No. Yes. No. Guaranteed. No. You come here. You're you're this guy. You are so highly touted. We'll no. make you the don't starter. Don't believe it. Don't buy it for a second. All right. I think that they he won the job, and he's got that – but how does he win the job? Because he throws it really far? He is physically incredibly gifted. He just can't play the so, position. Right. So was Jamarcus Russell. Exactly. If Jamarcus Russell was way more accurate than Joe Milton. And, and the trouble is Hendon Hooker has, is the same kind of guy. All they do is overthrow the receivers. And so they're, they're last in the SEC in passing yards. And uh, they're like fifth in rushing, ninth in total offense. So they're, they're – they haven't done anything, and they and they played too crap. I mean, you can't get much crappier than Tennessee Tech and Bowling Green. Now, I will give Pitt credit. Pitt's not a bad team, and they were able to score on them. But you know, it's weird the dynamics of their offense uh, as to how, why they can't throw the ball, and yet that's what Heupel was known for. They everybody assumed he'd come in here and be boom, boom, boom. Yeah, but you have to have a quarterback. Yeah. To throw the ball, apparently he doesn't. I mean, he's going to keep trying because that's what he knows. Well, they're going to throw. He's, they're going to throw so many deep passes against Florida. Yeah, they're going to say, "Hey, what do we have to lose? Let's go deep, 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 and then go deep again." And you, your guys, you know, may not be able to cover them because you guys screw yeah. up sometimes. Your coverage. Throw it seven or eight times, and you hit one or two. Then, well, the theory. That I always heard about Spurrier, and I'm not sure if it was accurate, and I never asked him, is that you throw it once deep a quarter, minimum. That way, they've got, always got to worry about you throwing it deep. So if you don't throw it one deep once a quarter, they go, eh, we don't. They're not going to throw it deep, so you come up. I would think that Florida will play a lot of press coverage and right up on the ball, and try to take away uh, that part of the game, and then hope that their guys 
will hold up. But it, it, it here's the thing: if you look at them on on film, or you've watched any of their games, and I've watched all three of their games, um, they may not be able to hit those passes, even if they're wide open, because they haven't been able to so far. I know. So there you have it, your scouting report on Tennessee. And what will happen. All right, let's get on a break. We will come back and wrap up the first hour. You are listening to the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jolie Katzen. The Gators Swim and Dive team announced that the seven-time Olympic gold medalist Katie Ledecky has joined the Florida Swimming and Diving program as a volunteer coach. Gators Soccer will be hosting the Kentucky Wildcats tomorrow night at 6.30. The Gators are currently sitting at 1-5-3 on the season, but look to advance to 2-5-3 tomorrow. Gator Volleyball will also be playing at home tomorrow night. The Gators, who are sitting at 6-4, will look to get their seventh win of the season against the Mississippi State Bulldogs. The Tampa Bay Rays are looking to end a currently tied three-game series against the Toronto Blue Jays this afternoon on their home field. At last look, the Rays are up 6-0 on the bottom of the third. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jolie Katzen. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. There are so many great Gator fans out there that show up on Saturdays and are losing their voices and making sure they do what they can to help the boys get a W. The Gator Collective was established as a way to create opportunities for Gator players in any sport and give you, the fans, exclusive content that nobody else can get. Something special is happening, and this is a chance for you to be a part of it. Check out everything you need to know and unite yourself with some of the best student athletes there are. Log on today to thegatorcollective.com and start making a difference in Gator Nation. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. At International Diamond Center, we love our heroes in uniform. And that's why every day we offer special military family discounts on everything we sell. We just want to give back to them and help them. That's IDC owner Keith LeClaire. Not only do they put their lives on the line, but their commitment to protect America is second to none. Keith serves on the board for Operation Healing Forces and has a special heart for helping soldiers wounded in battle. It's really about the families. You know, a lot of these guys are broken and trying to get back to regular life. But even beyond the military, this special pricing at IDC is also available for police, firefighters, medics, and other first responders. Is our way of saying, we appreciate you. People don't really think about what has been given to them, what these people have sacrificed. These men and women, not just men, they are special. So if you serve our country or our community in uniform, just know at IDC, we honor your service. We appreciate your sacrifice, and we want you as part of our family. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point across from Regal Cinemas, official jeweler of the Gators. Football season is here. It's time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this season. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater room from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. 
Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx, or online at electronicsworld.net. Welcome to the Swamp. 2015 Tampa! Touchdown! This place is indeed! It's an inside asylum! Florida at home this weekend as the Gators host Tennessee. He takes it in! Oh my! Kickoff is set for 7 Eastern, 6 Central, with pregame starting at 4 Eastern, 3 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. From the weight room to the war room, football lives here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Hi, welcome back. Jeff and Pat here with you tail end of hour number one, but we are here till six, talking Florida football or anything else. I'm not sure if people realize this, but like the MLB season is about to end. Major League Baseball is wrapping up. Brave, well, yeah. Braves got to win some games. I know. I'm very out in the well desert. It could be kind of like the, one of those weekends where you just sit there and, you're, and watch all these things happen. Ryder Cup. Baseball coming down the stretch, football games, NFL. Could be a fun weekend. It feels like uh, we're almost – I mean, we're not back to normal. We've got some, still some weird stuff going on out there I'm not going to get into. But, um, you know, but just to have all these options of things to watch. It'll be good. The, uh, the spreads for this week, SEC game-wise, which if you still want to get into our contest, you can be the weekly winner – and we will get you some prizes. You you won't win the overall grand prize when it's all said and done from uh, from Budweiser. It's I've seen some of the the prizes that are out there too, and they're they're pretty legit. I our weekly are, stuff yeah. is good. So if you want to ever get into our uh, picks contest each week, just send me an email thetailgatewruf at gmail dot com. I'll send you the link. You can get in and try to win those uh, weekly times. But Georgia is a thirty four and a half. Point favorite at Vandy. They covering that? Uh, I I would say I would not bet that. Let's put it that way. I would not bet it because in a game like that, once you get up twenty and you're like, eh, okay, start you know, to mail it in. You mail it in a little bit. Maybe the other team gets some weird points. I I would stay away from that. The one that I like. And, and maybe that's the one I'm going to bet against. Go ahead. But maybe and maybe it's just because of perception and and w- watching Texas A&M and Arkansas the the two times I've seen because I watched A&M struggle. I watched Arkansas do really good. Arkansas five and a half point dogs. So A&M is favored by five and a half going to Arkansas. Uh, I think it's actually in uh, Jerry World. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right, neutral site. So, yeah, but I mean, I think you'll have about even mix of fans there. Uh, I like that Arkansas team a lot. I think the fact the way they play defense, the way they I, – I will say this. I, if I could root for only one team and defensively in the country and had no bias, 
Arkansas would be my team. The way they fly around to the ball, and I know they don't. It doesn't always work, but they are just they play like Sam Pittman coaches, and I like that team a lot. And don't forget that um, obviously for A and M dealing with the the backup quarterback who's now the starter, and yeah. he hasn't looked overly you know overly great so far. Um, It'll be interesting. A&M's defense is good, so you just yeah. you wonder how much Arkansas can score. I think that's going to be the, the one thing. Like, that front seven's legit. And, and of course, we can talk in hour number two because everybody's moaning and groaning that the Gators are going to College Station again next year. And yeah, it, it's, Georgia's got Mississippi State. Look, we'll talk about it in the second hour. I got, I got some powerful words there okay, okay. for you. Okay. I look forward to that one, and then and then we have the LSU Mississippi State game, which is an interesting game to me. You know, um, I'll, I, Mississippi State could easily be three and zero, and could be easily be zero and three because they they, I mean Louisiana Tech they turned it over like five times and somehow came back and won the game. They should have won last week. They blew it against Memphis. Weird calls that went against them. Uh, but they're good enough to beat LSU. There's no question about it. That, you know, again, it's not a overwhelming weekend of college football, but it's uh, there's just enough to keep you interested. And then there'll be a game, and all of a sudden you'll find out. Oh my God, Vandy's ahead of Georgia. <laughs> well, I know Leach doesn't really run the ball. That's not what his mo is. But Mississippi State right now is averaging 45 yards a game on the ground. That's well, just they, crazy. Yeah, so that's, they don't even try. Like, how do you win if you're just that uh, yeah, so... Well, I think you don't win consistently. Right. I think that's the problem. He's got to do something to change that. He doesn't believe in it. He believes that I'll, I'd rather throw a two-yard pass than try to run it for two yards. And um, It works at times, but it doesn't always work. And eventually, sometimes you get beat. I mean, you look at what they've done this year. It's been a, a total up-and-down season in, in, through three weeks. Um, and I, I wouldn't, I don't like, I wouldn't like them winning that game this weekend, but you never know. You never know with them. That's mm. the thing. They'll beat them. Remember what happened last year? <laughs> they, they decided we are, we have decided to outlaw the crossing patterns. However, if you choose to run them, we will not cover them. Yes. And that's what happened. They just ran crossing pattern after crossing pattern and just, you know, just destroy them defensively. Does, are are you interested in watching Kentucky South Carolina just to yeah, see if, a little bit. what Kentucky does? Yeah, I think South Carolina. Next week? We may have seen everything we got out of South Carolina. What I'm trying to remember who South Carolina played last week. They played Georgia. Yeah, and you, you could tell the difference in the level there. But yeah, with Kentucky, I'm curious to see if they like they may. They're not, probably not going to put a lot into this game game plan wise because they want to save it for the Gators next week. But I'm still curious to see how they play. So there's enough to watch. And that spread's five and a half. They'll, they'll cover that. Kentucky oh, should I easily. I don't think there's any question they will. That should be your lock of the week. Although your well, lock of the week is I'm over sucked, three, so, so I don't know if I even need to do one this week. I, I may just go, here's my lock of the week. Don't gamble. <laughs> not right. a good idea. <laughs> Always a gamble if you decide to call us. Never know if we're going to get on you or not. But if you're uh, you're willing to try, then you can. Second hour, 392-8255. Do that on our Titan MRI hotline, and we'll get after it here in uh, just a couple of minutes. Second hour of the tailgate.
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And why you can feel confident knowing you're getting a safe, reliable vehicle backed by a local, reputable, hands-on dealer. Visit Davis Gainesville Chevy today and shop the area's largest pre-owned selection. Nearly every make and model. And with prices starting at just $99.95, everyone must pass a rigorous 170-point inspection. Many come with remaining factory warranties. And all are backed by Davis's three-day love-it-or-bring-it-back guarantee. Even dozens of GM-certified pre-owned vehicles are available with better-than-new car warranties. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. So why pay the difference if you can't tell the difference? Get a fully inspected like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Now you can get smarter free checking that pays you early, pays you often, and pays you more at Radiant Credit Union. With Radiant's free checking account, you can get your paycheck, retirement check, or other benefits check up to 24 hours early with direct deposit to your Radiant checking account. Radiant also pays you often with our exclusive nickel-back rewards, earning you a nickel-back on your Visa debit card with signature purchases. And Radiant pays more with our special even-up savings account. That earns you up to 4% annual percentage rate, up to $4,000 on your spare change from your debit card transactions. So what are you waiting for? You deserve to get paid early, paid often, and paid more because you're a Radiant Credit Union member. Visit RadiantCU.org for details on opening up your new free checking account today and start getting paid early, often, and more right away. Radiant Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Rates are current as of August 24th, 2021. Nobody likes getting hurt, going to the doctor and dealing with all the stuff involved with trying to get better. But if you do happen to have a slip and fall, don't worry about it at all. The tremendous staff at Titan MRI is ready to find out what you need to do to get all fixed up. The winners of the Best of the Best contest in Gainesville, staffers at Titan MRI have more than 20 years of experience of making you feel comfortable during an MRI. The only locally owned and operated MRI center in town knows how crucial it is to get back to everyday life so they've made it as easy as possible to get into their office just as easy as it was to score on florida state's football team the last few years and speaking of scoring all blue cross and blue shield members just got a gift to start off the new year they heard how many people wanted to get in and see joe and the crew at titan mri they made sure to add them to their network with offices in gainesville and now lake city there's an office near you so it's up to you tell your doctor you want to get to feeling better from the absolute best titan mri This is Florida Gator Jeffrey Meldon. And if you want free tickets to any UF sporting event, there's only one place to score them. Meldon Law is the only official personal injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and we're giving away tickets to all the games. Just go to MeldonLaw.com or visit Meldon Law's Facebook page to enter for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. 
That's 319-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, the Braves are up three games with uh, 13 to play. I didn't even know they won last night. I was, I was of course, at the uh, Gainesville Quarterback Club, which was an unbelievable dinner last night. They had uh, prime rib, and I mean, they had they bring in all the. Uh, I don't. I don't. I, I'm not going to put this the right way, but your significant others. It doesn't have to be. I mean, obviously, women members bring in their husbands. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, you bring in everybody, and and it was packed. Phil Fulmer was the speaker. He was actually pretty good. Uh, he did a Spurrier impression that was dead on. Wow. I got to give him credit for that. He had that kind of you know that it's kind of like my impression. All right, Pat Dooley. All right, all right, Phil Fulmer's here. <laughs> At least one of us works out. <laughs> but he was good. He was interesting. Um, Really didn't reveal a whole lot about this team, or yeah, I think he, I think he was a little bit perturbed because when I give my scouting report, I kind of tell you about what Tennessee is and or whoever the team is, and that's a, and then I introduce the guests. And I think he was like, I was going to say all that, <laughs> but no, nah, he was good. He was good. Um, he's fine, you know. But anyway, I so I didn't even know the Braves played last night, let alone one. They. They go to San Diego after that. They play them again tonight, though. Rockies, right? No, Diamondbacks. They're playing Arizona right now. So they play them tonight and tomorrow. What? Oh, that's their nickname? Then head to Ariz- <laughs> then head to San Diego. And we'll see. One of, one of the games in San Diego. Six brave starters have eight, 26 homers. How about yeah, that? It's good. That's all we do. Swing for the fence. One of the games they play in San Diego is actually a completion of a seven-inning game that they didn't get the finish, and they're really? losing that game. So That's not good. they're already in behind the eight ball, getting better. But still have those three against the Phils. We'll see what happens. You go four and two over the next six before you face the Phils, and they go four and one. They only pick up half a game, and then you're up two and a half with those three. So it'll be tough for those guys. We'll see. Yeah, I'm not a big like. I'm not expecting a whole lot. Last year, I kind of expected. I don't know why. When they got it going and they were playing really well and then we got into the playoffs and you and I were sitting here watching that Reds game and losing our minds and trying to do a radio show while we were losing our minds, that was different. This year will be like anything is kind of gravy because with Albies out, with um, Acuna. Acuna, I mean, Acuna out and with um, Soroka out, plus they've had all the other injuries they've had, I, I give them a lot of credit, the players and the manager, for yeah. doing a great job. I mean, Ozzy Alba says 97 RBI. What the hell? Where'd that come from? Yeah. And for those listening, Pat said that properly. It's not RBIs. No. That would be run batted ends. Right. <laughs> I, I hear that all the time. I, I get mad about things like that. And the other, here's Jeff and Pat drives me nuts too. Why? Should be, here is? Here are Jeff and Pat. Here, there. Here are two people. Here is very good. But I hear it on every show. In fact, I was listening to a national show the other day, and the same voice guy was doing it, and he was like, 
here's uh, E.J. Manuel and Jesse Hester or whatever. Jacob. Jacob Hester. Remember Jesse Hester? He was a good receiver for uh, FSU. And I went, no, 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 here are. Right. Well, here is Gator Mike. Here are Gator Mikes. Here are Gator Mikes, Jeff. Come on now. Um, (laughs) Hey, I want to give a shout-out real quick. Shout-out to the Toronto Blue Jays doing the Lord's work, keeping the Yankees out of the wild-card spot. Now, don't get me wrong. I would love nothing more than to beat the Yankees in the wild-card game. I'm a Red Sox fan. That would be great. But having them miss out on the playoffs entirely after all the crap they did at the trade deadline would be a whole second level of elation for me. So go Blue Jays. That is a tough call there, Gator Mike, because I'm with you because I hate the Yankees, so I I don't want the Yankees to have any chance, but it gives me something to watch if the Yankees are in there and I can negative root against them. The danger is, no, the danger is, yeah, they win. I mean, yeah, that, here's the thing. I am. (laughs) Apparently you're choking, but go ahead. Feeling it. And I know that in a one game scenario, we're already Evaldi out there. He, for some reason, never gets run support. And it's started like Eric Cole. I'll face space. Oh, we're losing you, too. I, we've had trouble with the – it's not our phones, I don't think. I think it would be hilarious for all the trash they talk for them to end up missing the playoffs altogether. That would be hilarious. All right. Yep. So, also, I think I called it in Monday. I was un- under the weather. I'm a little under the weather still. But, y'all, I went to that game, and I thought I was fine, and I was so sick Sunday and Monday. I thought, oh, I just relapsed on this little cold I had. I had a strep throat, a sinus infection, and like a non-COVID viral lung infection thingy all at the same time. Jeez. So I don't want to hear it about all these Gator fans like, oh, I have air conditioning at home. No, you go out there and you root for your team. I know tickets were only 20 bucks for me because I'm a student. doesn't matter. 20 bucks for me is like 200 bucks for some of y'all people because I'm making like two bucks lifeguarding. So I don't want to hear it. Really? Y'all? You're getting paid $2 to lifeguard? You're no, getting actually, ripped off, dude. I, I'm not actually getting paid $2. I'm just a broke college kid. You anyway, did sound I'll, a little bit like Mr. Bill there. Do you you got to wear those like short red shorts, Gator oh, Mike? No. Oh, yeah. No, we have those. Like If you roll up to like the Northeast pool tomorrow morning, you'll catch me there in those short red shorts. Just look out for the sexy guy with like the bronze tan or whatever. I'll be I'll don't, be chilling. Don't be tempting Jeff now. <laughs> uh, one thing as far as locks of the week go. There's an interesting game next week at LSU Mississippi State. Now, I have never gambled in my life before except for one time. Okay. One time, there was, like, this credit deal. I didn't have to spend any of my own money. They just gave you $10 on their site. Whatever. You want to know the one thing I bet on? LSU Mississippi State. I bet I bet Mississippi State money line for the 2020 opener for Mississippi State LSU, and I said, okay, I've got to, like, never gamble again because it's only going to go downhill from here. Yeah. But I do I do think LSU is going to win that game. My lock of the week is Arkansas plus five and a half against Texas A&M. I don't know where that mm-hmm. line is coming nah, from. Nah, I, I, I don't like that line just because uh, A&M has still got way better players than Arkansas. Arkansas plays at a different level than their talent. But A&M still got better players, and maybe they turn it on. 
Uh, I, I I'm looking forward to the game, but I would not. I would stay away from that. But game. if you if you look at what you've seen from Arkansas and what you've seen from Texas, and I don't I don't care about stars. I don't care about recruits, Pat. Because I just yeah I know I get line it. Of three star recruits bully what the, the second highest rated defensive line on twenty four seven. If you go look on Saturday when Florida was dominating in the trenches, which I didn't think would happen. So what stars are one thing, but. I mean, Colorado held Texas A&M to 10 points. They only scored, like, 31 against their scrub team. Arkansas put up, like, what, 44 on Texas and held the Steve Sarkeesian team to 16. I mean, I'm just looking at trends, and it's on a neutral site. I mean, technically neutral. I know it's really a home game for Texas A&M probably. But yeah, a little bit a of both. So they'll, I mean, there'll be plenty of tickets available. So. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I really like the the quarterback for them. I, what, I first you, you got to remember this: Jerry Jones went to Arkansas, and all of a sudden he gives that little nose waggle, and next thing you know, oh, oh there's holding against A and M on the biggest play of the game. And and I, if you look at years past, even when Arkansas was terrible, they always hung with Texas A and M. Always, even when Texas A and M was good. You look at even like last year when they were a play where they were a game away from the playoffs, right? Arkansas hung with them, so yeah. Well, you're you're trying to talk me into something I don't want to do. Okay, all I'm saying is there's some weird voodoo around that stadium and Jerry Jones, and it's the same, probably the same reason. So there's some voodoo, and I'm taking Arkansas plus five and a half, and I'm sticking to it. All right, everybody listening to this phone call, show up to the Tennessee game, get the swamp the same as it was last weekend. Thanks for taking the call, guys. Thanks, Gator Mike. Yeah, and that's what I'm going to be interested in to see whether it's able to be that. It's not going to be, like I said before, it's not going to be an 11, which it was Saturday. It could be a 9, and nine nine's enough. You plenty. know, Yeah, it's plenty plenty of noise. You can, I mean, don't forget. You're I, I be, mean, I, I think FAU was probably an 8. Yeah, so I'm saying, yeah. So, so it Tennessee, can easily Tennessee, be that for Tennessee. FA, FAU, which is more of a rivalry anymore. Yeah. Florida's won 15 out of 16. But either way, the quarterback is not going to have experienced – He'll have both quarterbacks will have played in big venues, we mm-hmm. know, uh, whoever plays quarterback for them. But they're not going to have played in a place like the Swamp. It's a different atmosphere. So, Got trivia for you. Dan Mullen is 4-0 against Tennessee yes. in his career. He's 3 and Well, th- three, uh, he beat him at uh, Mississippi State. State, too, yeah. He has only one better record against which team in the SEC? Um, so he'd have to be something and O, right? It's five and O. Five and O. So I will go with. Um, wow, that's a hard one. And I know who it's not. It's not Kentucky. It's not. Yeah, certainly not LSU, Alabama, Auburn. Could be Auburn. No? I don't know. It's I don't. easy. Why is it easy? Because Vanderbilt. That doesn't count. That's they're in the, the SEC. S- no, they're not. And they're in the same state as they're Tennessee. They're just collecting checks in the SEC. So, yeah, he's 9-0 and in his career against the state of Tennessee. All right, think about this. How about this? I use this in my uh, for in Thursdays on Gators Wire. I do this. 10 thing type deal that I, I have a lot of fun with. I come up with great, I, th- I think, really kind of cool items. I mean, there's the basic stuff. 
you know, like they're 14th in the SEC in passing. But then there's other cool things. And one of them is um, when they, Florida and Tennessee started playing, Tennessee won the first 10 games. They're now 10 games under 500. Wow. So think about that. Florida's up 20 games over 500, and their biggest reasons are Steve Spurrier, 8 and 4. Urban Meyer, 6 and 0. Oh, mm-hmm. Booyah. And the great Will Muschamp, 4 and 0. Oh. Pretty impressive. And he did a lot of things, but he didn't lose to Tennessee. No. And since we're bashing Tennessee, it's the perfect time to take Tennessee Mike's phone call. Mikey, what's up? What's going on, gentlemen? Let's chat this ball game up, up a little bit here. And I had something I wanted to get into about the clock situation we couldn't yesterday because I think uh, Jeff Pat's turned into a bluegrass fan on me. He likes like grass. That? I know that. But, yeah. <laughs> hey, um, uh, so first off, Pat, say the Big Orange Pumpkin put on a good show last night. He was okay. Yeah, I mean, he was he had some funny lines, but then he was also very boring at times, kind of like he is with you. Yeah, most people up here wonder why they even give him an access card and even let him come anywhere around the practice field anymore. Well, he won a national championship. That's why. No, How many national championships have you won? You can claim the Lipkin South. Yeah, I want to kind of talk about. In, I really don't want to get into all that. Nobody out there cares about Tennessee politics. I want to talk about this game coming up Saturday, and one thing about the Bama clock uh, snafu. But um, imagine, huh? I'll, let me paint it to you this way: Imagine Spurrier maybe didn't take the Carolina job and came back to Florida in an AD job. He probably could have that job whenever he wants it. By the way, and imagine Spurrier hired Muschamp. Not such a great look, is it? No, a, a I don't know that he could get that job if, if he ever wanted it. But uh, I don't know if he. And I I do know this: he would never want it. Uh, and imagine if Spurrier came back as AD, hired a bad coach, and wound up taking victory laps, didn't supervise his hire, and his hire wound up uh, getting you in the NCAA doghouse. Imagine if Spurrier did that too. Well, he would not be as beloved. <laughs> Well, let's just put it this way. Uh, did, did, uh, by the way, one last question on Fulmer. Did he need a, need a knife to cut that prime rib last night? He's backstabbed everybody up here. I, I wondered if he even needed a knife on prime rib. I think he actually ate it with his hands. So, <laughs> Hey, uh, on this game quickly here uh, Saturday, Pat, and I wanted to bring up the Bama clock mess. Um, you, you might or might not know this. You, you being an old rider doing your research on the game. Tennessee, of course, everybody knows, got victimized heavily in the uh, transfer portal. Um, not Ten players, yeah. Yeah, uh, way worse. Than, I think 10, 12 players more out the exiting maybe than the next uh, close. But they team. brought in t- they brought yeah, in yeah, ten yeah, players. Right, that's right. Yeah. That's right. But uh, you know the NCAA cloud and Tennessee got really really drilled in the in the coaching transition. Coaching transitions are always you know kind of a mess. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, Pat. Tennessee has seventy one scholarship players. That's what Heupel is saying. I know. That I talked to Jimmy Himes, your favorite guy, uh, yesterday. And he said it's more like 77 or 78 that they're not counting some guys. But they are down on scholarship players. And that's what you what happens to you when you lose a bunch of guys to the transfer portal and yeah. you're under NCAA investigation. You're going to yeah. lose well, players. I, I, yeah, I believe uh, Josh Hype a lot more than I believe Himes. But we all know in a coaching transition. I, I like let's, Jimmy let's, better. Yeah, uh, I don't. But anyway, let's look at it this I, way. How many times have you met Josh Heupel so far in your life? Uh, hold on, hold on. I want to look. No, 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 no. No, you can't say you don't like a guy. You like a guy better no, that you haven't like met. Himes, nobody up here likes Himes. Pat. I like him. Like you. Everybody up here knows he's an LSU fan, Pat. Everybody no, likes Himes up here. 
I think you don't know. That's why he's know. been on radio for like a hundred years. Okay, well, you don't know if you don't if you don't want to answer the question, don't ask it. Nobody I, likes. I, everybody knows he's an LSU fan. But look, look okay, let's go on here. Well, just because the guys you hang around with don't like him okay, doesn't okay, mean that okay. nobody uh, okay, likes him. Okay, okay, yeah, me alone. That's it. Anyway, so um, let's not forget coaching transitions it has nothing to do with Heupel. Uh, Nick Saban went, I believe it was six and six. That was the year of the textbook scandal. Nick Saban went six and six. And I believe it was at uh, uh, UAB, not UAB, it was Western Carolina or uh, Louisiana Monroe won. And who was it that Saban lost to in year one? Monroe, I think. I think, it was, I, think it was, I think year one, if you look at Saban, he went 6-6 six and six at Bama, lost to Louisiana Monroe. And I believe his uh, first year at uh, LSU, he lost to either uh, Western Carolina, UAB, somebody like that, and then magically uh, upset Fulmer the next week. But, uh, you know, first-year coaching transitions, not really too worked up about that, Pat, but I just wanted to throw that by you about the whole 71 scholarship athletes. Yeah, he, uh, he got mad at you and walked out, so you just yeah. got me. <laughs> well, the other thing, uh, Jeff, is the line I'm seeing on the, on the ballgame is 18-and-a-half. Yeah, I've seen it up up to 20. I saw it at 22-and-a-half when it first came out. So it's dropping a little bit for your boys. Bouncing around a little bit. It'll definitely be everything but the kitchen sink, but I don't think. I'd say maybe a game for a half, but who knows. Hey, uh, Jeff, the, you know, you're tied in up there. Are you in the press box for the game, I guess? In the radio booth. Yeah, okay, so you're probably right next door to the timekeeper, right? Uh, he's like five doors down. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm, it's my understanding he, the timekeeper's a, a zebra, right? Does Correct, the official. Yep. These days, they, they, wear a, they wear a striped uh, yep. zebra suit like the rest of them. Yes, well, okay, Jeff. You know, we all. I talk with Pat a lot. It's interesting. He's uh, ducking a big boy call here, the old cattle call. Sometimes it's fun if you don't like your answers to the questions. We were doing the setup stuff. But um, when you look at it, not, there's some edges that happen. Like, you know, um, sometimes a defensive lineman will fake a, um, a, a cramp. We've all seen that, right? Mm-hmm. Pat and I agreed, as much as he hates to admit it, last year there was a lot of politics played with COVID. Um, if somebody, here's where I'm going with this, uh, Jeff. In the last minute and a half against this game, we got to talk about um, game integrity. Is Mark Womack? Do you know, know Mark Womack, by the way? I do not. Conference office. Isn't he the? Uh, Pat would probably know this if he wasn't ducking a big boy call. But isn't he the, the director of uh, game operations? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's the deal. If you're watching the last two minutes of the ball game, like I said, we all know funny things happen here and there, and life on the road's never easy. And by the way, we all know the league uh, shelters Bama. I think an Auburn fan put out they went like a year and a half without an offensive holding penalty. I think most everybody in the league suspects that the, the league kind of pampers Alabama. We all know that. But if you're watching the last two minutes of that game and Bama's killing the clock, what's the one way Florida could win that ball game at that point? If they're killing the clock? Yeah, the last two minutes, two and a quarter, whenever the clock snafu happened. Um, what's the one – Bama's in kill the clock mode. What's the one way Florida can win that ball game? I don't know. Tell me. Uh, Bama unsuccessfully kills the clock. And um, what's the easiest way to unsuccessfully kill the clock? Not knowing what the clock is. I hate to break it to you, but I really don't care. I think that was cheating, and I think that was complete fraud at the end of the ball game. In in what capacity? Like that actually hurt Florida? No, it didn't. No, that's the only way to win the ball game. And how, how does it not hurt Florida when you it's, can't it's, it's, see you, what's you, going you on? Find it. What I'm saying here is it's as easy as flipping a switch, pulling a plug. Last two minutes of the ball game, the ball game's over. Nick Saban mentioned it. Don't think, by the way, Alabama's not wearing out the SEC office on that clock snafu in the last two minutes. They try to keep that stuff out of the newspaper. I just think it's a good old boy. 
pulled the plug. I was y'all's boys at Hail Mary. Y'all tried to pull the plug on the game. I think it's, it was complete it's, fraud. It's happened several times. I, I sit right next to the the time person at volleyball matches. Oh, I, it's I, happened yeah, there. There's watch, there's malfunctions yeah, that go you, on. If you watch college football over a course of a Saturday, all the games. Let's say you watch all sixty something games. You might see a clock snafu or two. We all do that. You don't see a clock snafu in the last ninety seconds, hundred twenty seconds of a game when you got a half. Well, it, it happened I, earlier I, in the game too. I, so you know, it just doesn't pass the smell test as much as you boys don't want to hear it. That looks like complete fraud and cheating. That makes no glad, sense I'm because I, I actually, as it was happening, thought the opposite. I was like, this actually hurts yeah. Florida because well, 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 they can't see Nick what's Saban's going on. on have you seen Nick Saban's quote on it? He kind of chuckled it off. But don't, don't, don't Sa- Saban the sat there and bitched at the refs the entire game, Mike. Because he's not he's not used to it happening, and that's how he gets all the calls because he's a little freaking baby and he can't deal with it. Well, let me just crystallize it for you, Jeff. He grunts about everything that's true, but I'm just going to tell you from the for the unbiased observer watching the game, it smelled like a three month old piece of tuna down there in Hope Sound. It looked like complete fraud and cheating. Now, I just hate to break that to you, but that's how it came. Okay, well, well, guess what? The Florida is one of the the few programs in the country that actually does their crap right. I don't believe that. I think that was complete. That was complete uh, fraud. There okay. The the well, then you can believe that all you want. Okay. See but you. I think you're a jackass. Thank you. All right. We'll get a break and uh, come back with more of your calls right here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM 8:50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Kish Lespinall. Peters have a new volunteer swim coach, Katie Ledecky. She is a three times U.S. Olympic swimmer, seven times gold medalist, and 14 times world record breaker. In the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays are currently playing against the Toronto Blue Jays as they look to take the series win. The Rays, who currently lead in the AL East with 93 wins, need five more wins in order to clinch into the postseason. Looking ahead, Gator Soccer is set to play against Kentucky at 6.30 tomorrow. This is the sixth time that the University of Florida opens league home action with the Kentucky Wildcats. The Gators look for a win against Kentucky after tying their last two games against Vanderbilt and North Florida. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I am Kishla Spinal. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey y'all, Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper here with the best news yet of 2021. The salad bar is back, baby. Woo! It's been gone for a year, but starting June 1st, the salad bar is back and better than ever. All right, it'll be exactly the same, but you know what I'm talking about. We're going to eat like it's 2019. Our staff is vaccinated, the dining room's at full capacity, and we're excited to get back to business. I know you love Leonardo's, so please dine in, call for pickup, order online, or get delivery from 352delivery.com. And as always, don't forget the tailgate 10. 
Well, folks, football season snuck up on us, and we're right in the middle of all the action. So if you weren't ready, well, that's on you. Don't let that happen when it comes to Christmas time. It's time to start thinking about getting that special somebody a unique gift that they'll remember forever. And the first place you should think of when doing that is Oaks Jewelry. Let their amazing staff put together something unique that'll score you more points than the orange and blue do on the football field. Whether it's a Christmas proposal, a necklace for mom with all the kids' birthstones, or anything in between, there is no place that'll treat you better than Oaks Jewelry. So stop in today. This is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with the University of Florida's only official personal injury law firm partner, Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I hear you are the go-to place for free tickets to Gator athletic games. That's right, Jeff. Meldon Law is the place to score tickets to all the Gator games. Go to MeldonLaw.com or visit our Facebook page to enter our contest, and you could win tickets to an upcoming game. You heard it here, Gator fans. Go to MeldonLaw.com or the Meldon Law Facebook page for your chance to see a game down where the old Gators play. So if you bleed orange and blue, Meldon Law is the firm for you. To some, that may just sound like ice hitting heavy-duty plastic. But to a Bud Light legend, it's a signal that says it's time. Time to dust off the barbecue tongs and load up the cooler with 37 Bud Lights and an assortment of dips. Because it's time to take back all the fun we've missed. Welcome back, Bud Light Legends. Let's take summer by the coolers. Cooler up at BudLightLegends.com. Enjoy responsibly. 2021 AB Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. But now, I know what the clock conspiracy is. Because you're relaying the story to me. I, I actually had to step out and do the Jacksonville radio, which I do... Three days a week because I'm so popular, much like Jimmy Hines, very popular guy. Out they there. must be struggling with their 65 and older female ratings, so they need you on there. That's my groupie list. Yeah. No, no. Um, I think if you, if I think somebody in their 60s would find me attractive. I would think so. 59, though, they're done. No, yeah, got to be in that retirement period. So. My obvious reaction is that great minds think alike. And I walked in, you, Seth told me what the cataman had to say, or the equestrian, or whatever he is, the amphibian. And I said, well, the first thing I blurted out was, well, that hurts the team that's losing. Yeah. Which, which is what I said during the game. I said, it's, this actually hurts Florida right it's now. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But he, I, I didn't hear Saban's quote. I, maybe we'll have to find that because I don't know what Saban said about it. But he says, you, you should have listened to Saban and talking about it. He well, knows here's that the thing. it was wrong. Saban wants the clock to – he wants to be, know how much time he's got left too. Sure. Both coaches do. Yeah. But it, the disadvantage is to the team. To the team losing. It's losing. Yes. There's no question. It's just math. That's all it is, is math. That's it. But of course, math, Tennessee. Doesn't go too well. Great. Yeah. Count the number of teeth he's got. Times it by a I'm few. I'm not going there. Make it happen. All right. You have it? Yeah, the exact quote, gentlemen, is this. 
It's nice to know if the clock is running or the clock is not running. We had to tell the quarterback when the clock was running. So we're milking the clock, but the clock wasn't really running. So we're going off 40-second play clocks. It just made things complicated a bit. Yeah. yeah. It didn't affect no. it. It just made it clock. It, it, yeah. Exactly. It, it's not easy to do that. I, I, yeah, I You're think... so used to sitting. Like, if we didn't have this clock in here right now, we and wouldn't know we, when to end the which show. Which we haven't had at times. <laughs> but we, again, wouldn't know when to end the show. So, yeah, if you can't visually see something... Then of course it's going to hurt you. Yeah. That doesn't mean that he's saying that Florida intentionally pulled the plug. No, he's saying basically, I don't want to be in a game where I have to deal with this. Yeah. Nobody, no coach does. If you did, you would st- get the clock to stop for every game, right? Yeah, you'd shut you it would. off. Hey, oh, so so then any close game, Kentucky is going to shut oh, shut it off. Shut off the shot clock. Yeah, so the team can't try yeah, to come they've back done and that win. Many times, yeah, yeah, crazy, Just stupid. Ryan's next. What's up, Rye Dog? And I don't want to waste any of my call on that idiot, but um, you know, give the satisfaction of thinking he's getting us riled up with his more stupidity. But it's kind of like you said, like so they were trying to run the clock out, and we're trying to figure out. We thought, you know, we had to use it. And I knew it was gonna come back to hurt us. We had to use that timeout when Alabama was down on the goal line. Yep. And we took one on defense, and I said, right out of the crap, we're going to need that every timeout we could possibly get this game. We're going to need four of them. But, so you're trying to, with two timeouts, figure but it out worked, you know, when to right? stop the clock and everything. No, they, that was the drive they ended up scoring, I thought. Oh, I thought it was the one where they, didn't, they had to kick a field goal. I don't know. No, it was, anyway. it was one they were going into the north end zone. We had to use oh, it. Oh, okay. But, anyway, so, you know, and, and, and even though all coaches, you know the rules, but the technicalities, you get down in the heat of the moment right there, Dan would love to be able to look up and they're all right, should I call timeout? And after that play, did they stop the clock? Has it stopped yet? Should I call time? You know, yeah. and all Alabama's got to do is stand there and, and count down basically from 40 to about 38 and then snap the ball. Like, I think it's way more advantageous to the team running out the clock than it was us. And, and, you, don't, and you don't think that Nick Saban has a guy whose only job is, is to, to do, do the that? Clock. Yeah. Absolutely. And even if they're in his ear to make it 20 grand or 200 grand a year, yeah. Have a stopwatch. 38. So, anyway, that didn't, that's so dumb. Anyway, but I did want to add, Jeff, I know you have probably seen this and we obviously talked about him uh, after the trade deadline, but what Scherzer is doing right now, he's on like a 37 inning uh, scoring streak, but there's something like 30 and 12 since the trade deadline, since the Dodgers are, since they picked him up, but, um, and he, of course, uh, in his nine starts for them, his ERA is point seven eight. Mm-hmm. You won't be shocked to know that in his nine starts, the Dodgers are nine and zero. Sure, <laughs> but um, um, it was it was funny because just all this scheduling stuff came up today on uh, Steve's show with football, and he gave us everything. And I I kind of got to thinking about it with the MLB too, and um, uh, looking I started looking at some of the schedules and seeing how the last weekends are playing out, and uh, I was surprised to see that um, – and I think they know going into the season – I mean, I think most off-season, you know, MLB and officials know for TV purposes, for intrigue, for whatever else, what who the teams are predicted to be the better teams because we get the Mets. And I think going into the season, um, you know, if DeGrom doesn't get hurt and whatever, they're still kind of hanging on. They're, it's probably us and them. And um, But the, the Dodgers actually are playing the Brewers, which I thought was kind of funny. Um in which that might be a battle for home field advantage and when all of a sudden done between those two teams. But, uh, and then the Giants, they got the Padres. But, um, 
this, these, uh, you know, we haven't had a real pennant race. Uh, I mean, truly because of the wild card since 93 when the Braves and the Giants, which, you know, th- this current generation of kids would not probably understand that the Braves used to be in the NL West. Mm-hmm. But, um, and that was one, you know, remember that came down to one game and we actually played them the last, you know, the last set. But, um, pretty, got some pretty good entry coming down to wire here. You had one call earlier going on about the Yankees and the Red Sox and, you know, the, the Blue Jays. It's like a three way race for that wild card. And, uh, of course the Cardinals have gotten hot, but it is. A little bit of intrigue, even though it is wild card stuff. But it's a little, I'm kind of excited to see how it plays out. Yeah, it just it, it snuck up on you really quick, and I think it's going to be fun. I mean, obviously, I have to turn tune into it. And you know, I'll even admit I, I haven't watched a lot of baseball. I, I look at the scores uh, the next yeah. morning and say, okay, good, the Braves won. Or I mean, luckily, I wasn't watching when they were going through that little slump of losing all those one run games because I think I would have been a little more frustrated. But that's right when football started. And I will say, yeah. when you're watching football, I mean, where there's a play all the time, and you kind of like, eh, I may flip back to baseball every once in a while. That's that's part of the problem of baseball. Yeah. But no, it, it is. They always do put those division foes at the end of the season, hoping it would come down to something. And obviously, you got Braves, Phils, the, the second to last series to to probably decide it. Hopefully, we'll have decided it before then. What do we have left? Yeah, I agree. Sixteen games. I, no, we only have like ten or eleven. It's uh, two more against them. They got three in San Diego and then three and three. So it's three, six, nine, eleven. Yeah, eleven. Okay. And I hope to goodness we can flip and hang on and not be in the wild card because it's looking like the Cardinals are they're streaking their way to that second wild card. Yeah, and, and Wainwright's been really good down the stretch, and that's yeah. who they'll save for that game. Hopefully, if they have a wild card game, they don't un- they understand the infield fly rule. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Right. But, uh, you know, that that got me to thinking and to bring it back to college football. And I know that, you know, there's some – obviously we've seen traditions change over the year. You know, we don't know – we no longer play Tennessee the third, you know, game of the season. No. I know Not next year again kid, they don't play them the third game. Yeah. As a kid, we played Georgia because I, I grew up hunting and loving – and deer season, it began the second Saturday of November, and that's when we played Georgia when I was a kid all through the 80s. And now we know it's in the end of October, but – I got to thinking about this, and I wonder why, and I know, you know, with Oklahoma and Texas coming in a few years, there's going to be a complete revamping, but why do you think they don't look at the schedule and look at going in, who the, you know, the better teams are, and let's say when it was, it was Florida, Tennessee in the 90s, and now Florida, Georgia for the last eight or ten years, why wouldn't you want that to be your last game and have a little more intrigue, or even if it's Maybe you have that cupcake or that, that, that you know, that like we get the Florida States and Georgia, Georgia Techs and the Clemson, South Carolinas, if you want that buffer between the SEC championship game. But why not have it where you think the best two teams in each given division, that's who plays at the end of the season, to build up more intrigue and have it going. Because you remember sometimes if we lost to Tennessee or we beat Tennessee after that, it was almost like, well, they're pretty much set now because Kentucky ain't beating us and Vanderbilt ain't beating us. And you know what I'm saying? Like back then it was just a two-team race. Yeah, but you're living in a different world than the TV world. The TV world, basically, in the old days, they would go U.S. Open, U.S. Open, Florida, Tennessee mm-hmm. on the third week, and that was a that was to signal the start of college football. Now, college football has changed. We're getting more and more of these early games, um, but you gotta you've got to still have games that mean something. Yeah, in the middle, Cause, the yeah, because Ryan, let's just say Florida Georgia was the the last game of the year. What if Florida lost? 
two games, yeah, or and Georgia was undefeated, the game then meant nothing. Yeah, yeah that, then it doesn't mean what it does. In Florida, Tennessee, uh, yeah. you could have put at the end of the year for a lot of years, and now would you would be going, ah, why are they playing yeah. Tennessee? So, and yeah. and I mean, you and you have, I think, more of the tradition of always that knowing it's going to be Halloween weekend, and that's how special it's going to. Yeah. Yeah, I know there's like fundraisers and events that go on, and it's nice for people to know traditionally, hey, this is when it is, and we're always going to plan around that. But And it can work both ways, what you just said. What if they lose, but also what if they're both undefeated? You know what I mean? I just yeah. Sometimes I wonder if they couldn't uh, change it up. But who knows the way that with, with the other teams coming in. I don't, I don't know if we're ever going to have a, a sort of a set schedule anymore. Well, apparently not with the Eastern Michigan on the fifth game of the year <laughs> next year, which I, I don't get that, but I'm not going to worry about it. You got to play yeah. who you got to play. And again, we, we were going to talk about this the second hour. Florida gets Texas A&M, but we knew that was coming because they had already, already said it was on the schedule. But and, I think the they should have done a better job with the home and away. Like yeah. you get all these home games up front and then you're on the road to finish the, the year and three of the last four. Like, that I, doesn't make sense. I, now the scheduling is, I think, is has gotten very lazy, and I'm hoping that with the new, and again, just so everybody knows, today the uh, college football playoff committee met, did not decide anything. They're going to meet in another week, and that's when they're going to really decide where to whether to go eight or twelve. Yep. So that's what it looks like. But when we get to that point, and the SEC ex- expands and adds those two teams, and hopefully they go to at least nine games. Maybe ten. Maybe we'll get better scheduling. The scheduling has been awful. It, it is. It yeah. is what it is. And yet, but you have to deal with it. You have to go win it. You Florida do. had no yeah. trouble winning national championships three times. Yeah. Ryan, thanks for the call, buddy. All right, gentlemen. All right, later. appreciate it. We'll uh, stick with it and get Jeff to join us next. Jeff, what's up? Not much. Thank you, Jeff, for your um, constraint on the. Uh, Cosby Cattleman's call. Sure. Uh, maybe we should call him the Cosby QAnon Cattleman from now on, <laughs> uh, based on based on his conspiracy theories. I mean, does he really think the University of Florida pulled the plug on that? I mean, he, he was almost I think he's just telling us that. Yeah. I think he's just making stuff up just to get people going. Don't, don't listen to him. I mean, but, but come on, that's, that's just ridiculous. It sounded like he was serious. He, he was serious. I mean, very, very adamant. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure he wasn't just trying to get you pissed off? You know, and, and he did get I, you pissed I, off, so maybe I'm right? And really, you know, the, the Cosby Cattleman comes on and, and gives some pretty good takes from time to time. Uh, I'm kind of more soft on him than most people are, but today was just... That, that was just horrible. I mean, yeah. come on. Florida's not going to pull the plug on the clock. I mean, what are they going to do, cut a wire down in the end zone? And, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and they nonsense. want their coach to be able to see how to, to properly manage it down the stretch best he can and when to call yeah. it. Because, I mean, if yeah, it, it makes no sense. Whatever. Well, it, they, they started with uh, like three and a half minutes, and uh, when they punted, Florida had four seconds left. So, yeah. Well, Whatever our conspiracy theory was, uh, it didn't do much good for us. Correct. No, yeah, and that's that was almost like exactly like last year's game. Remember, Florida got the ball with one play, didn't have enough time from their own their own twenty, and they weren't going to be able to do anything. That's exactly right. Uh, but I, I was proud of the way that the, the uh, team played. Um, I really like this offensive line. Uh, these guys have kind of grown up. Uh, they're together. They're a unit. Um, Ethan White is a mauler. 
Um, and, and and all all five Delance is playing much better than people give him credit for. Um, you know, uh, Eglifon at, at center is like uh, as good as any center in the country that I've seen this year. Uh, these, these guys are really good, and Hevesy's got a, a a great group. Now we got the plus one with a run, uh, with, you know, with either uh, Emery or, or Richardson. And, you know, I, I don't see anybody stopping this running game. Uh, you know, actually, if you look at Tennessee's stats this year, they've, they're top ten in run defense, but they, they haven't looked at the Florida Gators yet. Well, they played Tennessee Tech and Bowling Green and Pitt, and Pitt threw the ball on them. Pickett, who's a really good quarterback, uh, that's how they were able to win that game. So, now, I this will be a totally different situation for their, their guys. And don't forget – they have not played on the road this year. They have played three home games, and all the all these young players because they brought in ten transfer portal guys and signed twenty five. That's thirty five new players. And if if you believe what Josh Heupel says and what the, uh, the amphibian says, they have seventy one players. Well, that the math tells you they have one more player who than than what is everybody's not been in a game except for half their team basically. Uh, I think it's more. I think they have more scholarship players than that. But they, those guys probably aren't playing anyway. They probably aren't making the trip. So half this team is going to come down here to the swamp and play their first road game. And that Florida needs to just jump on them and step on their throat and get the game over with early. Yeah, and it, it, uh, uh, I guess they're going to start the uh, transfer quarterback from Virginia Tech. That, that I don't. They haven't announced yet. Yeah, they have not said which one it'll be. But I would expect it will be him. Um, you know he's had some. He's a pretty good athlete, uh, but he's not spectacular. So, um, and he, he's he's not as mobile as a you know a Richardson or a, or an Emory Jones. Uh, so, if we could fence him in and, and put some pressure on him, uh, you know I, I think that I think you're right, Pat. The game probably be over pretty early. Yep, jump on. Well, they, that's what you got to do. You yeah. can't let him stick Still around, yeah. kick the ball around, and do things like that. But anyway, gentlemen, thank you all very much. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate that. All right, snag a break. We will uh, come back, and that'll be it for us. Take a few more phone calls and say goodbye here on a Wednesday edition of The Tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Well, I think we all know how hot it gets in north-central Florida. It's sometimes unbearable at times to even be outside over the summer. But for me, it was just as unbearable to be inside because my house just wouldn't cool down. So I knew it was finally time to do something about it. And thanks to Kirk and his team at Crystal Air, my phone call turned into a life changer. They told me my unit was as old as Pat Dooley is and the air wasn't traveling through the house correctly and it was time to get with the times. So I took advantage of 0% financing for 60 months on a brand new train unit, was also able to take advantage of some rebates from train. And even though they are train comfort specialists, which is the highest contractor rating by train, Crystal Air and Water works on all brands out there and the repair services are as fast as my fastball was back in the day and they'll be there today if you need them to come out and see what's wrong with my new train variable speed system the temperature has evened up throughout the house there is much lower humidity and the unit is even generator friendly if need be so if you need your ac unit looked at call crystal air at 333-0460 because they aren't comfortable until you are 
Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into awful pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As Gator Athletics get going again in the fall, we all hope to see them at the top of their game, putting up points and getting lots of W's. Well, in order to be their best, they need lots of Z's, and the same can be said for everybody out there listening. Better sleep gets us in a better mood, improves memory, concentration, and productivity. And there's no one better in town at helping us get the best sleep possible than the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville. For over a decade now, Brent and the crew have made their customers say, Woohoo! In fact, it's been more than 25,000 people that sleep better because of the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville, and you could be next. Their gigantic Labor Day sale has begun with savings of up to $800 on select adjustable mattresses with the finest materials and memory foam. Being better during the day starts with being better at night. So let the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville get you going. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, or online at GainesvilleSleepCenter.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Isolated sea breeze showers possible into the evening, then overnight a cold front approaches and pushes through from northwest to southeast. A few stray showers and a couple of rumbles of thunder can't be ruled out around midnight as that front moves through. And then humidity levels will drop. Lows in the morning in the mid-60s, and then tomorrow plenty of sunshine in the afternoon, highs in the lower 80s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Kishla Espinal. Gators have a new volunteer swim coach, Katie Ledecky. She's a three-times U.S. Olympic swimmer, seven-times gold medalist, and 14-times world record breaker. In the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays are currently playing against the Toronto Blue Jays as they look to take the series win. The Rays, who currently lead in the AL East with 93 wins, need five more wins in order to clinch into the postseason. Looking ahead, UF Volleyball is set to play tomorrow at 7 p.m. against Mississippi State. After winning their last two games against Coastal Carolina, they look to continue their win streak against Mississippi State. Also playing tomorrow is Gator Soccer against Kentucky at 6.30 p.m. This is the sixth time that UF opens league home action with UK. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Keisha Lespinall. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Then I was going in to have chemo, and before we put in my port, I called and said, I need to come in because that's one of the things about being healthy, is to have healthy teeth and mouth and wanted to get uh, looked at before I went in. They worked me in right away, and I felt so much more confident about going into chemo and also having them back me up as my health care team and the family that's behind me and that 
Dr. Art called us and said, is there anything you need? And you just don't understand what that means until you go through it, that you've got people behind you, plus such a caring group of people that you can call at any time and say, I have a problem. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. As a small business owner, you've got inks to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ink your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other inks, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ink for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. The most important thing I learned from my father was work ethic and integrity. Never veer away from integrity, even if it costs you money. International Diamond Center owner Keith LeClaire. The core value for IDC is to protect the customer. That means offering the largest selection, uncompromising quality, the strongest warranties, and honest guidance from experts who are not paid on commission. The other trait Keith picked up from his father, a passion for competing, making sure IDC customers always get the best price in the market on any purchase. There's one thing I love is to be competitive, and I have never stopped. I hate to lose. No games, no nonsense. Just the best values every day on diamonds, engagement rings, and fashion jewelry. And that's what drives me every day. I work to have that inventory at the right price, 365 days a year. So when you come here, you're not getting schnookered. You're getting the right price on the right item all the time. Period. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Online. Shopidc.com. As the temperatures rise in Florida, so do the lawn pests, the chinch bugs, the webworms, and the mole crickets. Well, the Master's Lawn Pest Program focuses on prevention rather than waiting till they damage your lawn. So if you want a lawn you can love, call the Master's Lawn Care. They're the Gainesville Lawn Experts. Call them up at 378-LAWN. That's 352-378-LAWN. Remember, mention Jeff Cardozo and make your first application only $19. The Master's Lawn Care, helping clients love their lawn again. The WRUF Radio app, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back. Final few minutes here on a Wednesday edition of the tailgate. Jeff and Pat here with you. Two significant things I want to bring up. Okay. Number one, the your favorite team, the Rays, can clinch. Yes. Today. They're, up, they're playing the game right now. They're, they're up 7 1 yep. in and, the eighth over the Jays. And number two, FSU's made an appearance in uh, Ryan McGee's bottom 10. They're number three, and he came up with a. I thought I had the best nickname, which Spurrier gave me, which was no call them the Knowles, call them the Semis, right? So yeah. I would always call them the Semis. FSU fans would get mad at me. He's calling them the Semi Nose, which <laughs> I, I kind of like that. That's I may good. go with that from now on. We got to get Ryan on the show. Ryan's great. Yeah, uh, he's a really funny guy. 
Those do, uh, yeah, n- nothing funny about what the Rays have done. Pretty tremendous. And, and remember, the Jays are right there in that three game or three yeah. team hunt. I'm ready for the playoffs. That's just to add to my viewing pleasure. Yep, it'll be fun. All right, let's get Jack to finish things off. Jack, welcome. Hey, uh, hey, Jeff, I don't know how many more adjectives you need to deal with this guy. You called him a moron a, uh, a couple of weeks ago, now, jackass. Let me tell this guy one thing. He's got PP envy of the Gators, just like the Mike guy from Georgia does. They're just envious of us because nobody loves us, but we just keep beating everybody. It's okay. <laughs> get over it. Uh, the, the greatest thing was, hey, uh, hey, uh, cattle turd, it's not our fault you kept, you hired, hired the guys you hired after Phil Fulmer. And, uh, could Phil Fulmer hire, like, could he start probably like a restaurant in Knoxville, or like Knoxville called like, uh, Phil, uh, Fat Phil's uh, famous hot chicken. Yeah, that sounds good. He probably uh, could. But I'd if, go there. But yeah. If, but if, if you if you if you look at it though, if, if this guy's so stupid, there was a conspiracy between the Tennessee Boosters, former players, to get Fulmer in there, right? To get rid of Greg Schiano. Right. That's who the president wanted eighty one to hire. There was a conspiracy. Don't come on our on on a Gator on the Gator Network. Come on here and talk about how y'all were y'all hired bad coaches. I think the guy's problem is he's got a pair of Derek Dooley's orange pants stuck up his butt. I'll leave that at that. Well, uh, they, they've thing. had six coaches since former, and exactly. uh, they have had during that time they've had like some ridiculous number, like twelve or thirteen seasons with at least four losses. Out of the sixteen, that, that, and they've lost fifteen that, that, out of sixteen to Florida. So, and, and by the way, when, when the clock went off, I thought, God, this is going to kill us. Yeah, Any, that's exactly, exactly what I thought. Yeah, any, any person with a brain thinking, "Oh my God, we're going to lose a couple seconds," and again, and like and you sitting at home are like, "Oh man, I don't, I don't know what to think." If I can't know what to think, a guy on the field who's a quarterback yeah. who's got the whole team on his shoulders is going to have a hard time dealing with this. He's, you don't really – I mean, I don't even know if guys – Jeff, you would know because you go to practices sometimes. Would they prepare for that? The clock, well, I mean, no we, clock. Of course, playing in Fernandine Pete's, that happened all the time. But, I mean, I was an offensive lineman. But, I mean, it's like, hey, you got 35, you got you got, you got got 18, you got 16. It, I mean, you're, it makes you nervous. I mean, you can't – Oh, yeah. It. I mean, it's like, another thing I want to say too, Pat, you mentioned about scheduling. We're going to play A&M. For three times in ten years, we played them in 2012. We beat them, beat them. Great game. I was out there. I know the press box sucked, man. But we're going out. No, it was actually okay. Third time, third time in ten years, we played them four times in ten years. Georgia's only played them once two years ago. They came to Georgia. Why is Georgia going to A and M and us going to Mississippi State? It's, that would be a better. Theater. It is just lazy, bad scheduling that the SEC's done a poor job. But the SEC does very poor, th- very few things poorly. They have done a poor job with scheduling uh, their awful. their own conference I mean, games. And I and I look. That's all you can say. I mean, but then you've got to, at some point you got to go play the games. I mean, you can't change the schedule for next year yet. I know, but I mean, okay, so we, we play LSU, A&M next year out of the West, and they've got Mississippi State, Auburn. I mean, now how fair is that? Well, and a couple of years ago it was Georgia had to play Alabama and Auburn, and Auburn was still good. Uh, but no, it's there. It, th- that is the it's problem with the schedule. What they need to do is mind. get these other two teams in here, and Maybe. then and then schedule a bigger, uh, diverse exactly. schedule. 
and, and exactly. we'll do that at some point. Exactly. Have two teams you play regularly and have the other 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 seven games flop. Because, I mean, dang, man, I'm tired. I won't I'll, – like I told you yesterday, I'll get season tickets again if we've got, you know, Oklahoma, we've got Texas, we've got Alabama, Auburn. we got we, You know, we got some of the teams coming all the time. Because I'm sorry, again, uh, you know, playing Dandy and stuff, yeah, it's an easy win most of the time, but except for 2013. But, uh, you know, it's it's just boring. Uh, let's play some more teams. Let's make this a real conference. Yep, they'll work on it. I, I, I hope they make it a lot better situation. Hey, hey Jack, it's we got to run. It's been very I'm, lazy. I'm All right, so man, sorry. hope you get your and voice I, back soon. And I know the scheduling is very difficult. I've dealt with it with uh, Mark, uh, Mark uh, Womack out there uh, on scheduling. We've had discussions about it. I know it's very, very difficult to schedule – because of figure all it all out. going on. But it's still, it, what, what's happened is not right. But all right. It is what it is. Our schedule is uh, Spurrier's tomorrow, so come join us come if you'd see like. Us. Four to six. For Seth and Dules, I'm Dozo. Bye.